Keeping It PC Season 2, Episode 34. It's Pat, LT, and Cole coming at you live on this Tuesday evening where we are going to get into the football of it all. Uh, we missed last week. Uh, took a little you know, time off for the turkey and the family and the football, of course. Um, but we'll get right into it because we wanted to tackle this straight away as we march further into the NFL season. It's become clear that certain teams like my Patriots, like LT and Cole's Giants, are not going to win the Super Bowl. But we wanted to talk about which teams could possibly actually have a realistic shot at taking home the Lombardi. So I don't know how we want to do this because are we going to do like a list? Or are we just going to like... I think... uh, So how many... Because we didn't give like a specific number to say. We just said like, we're going to list... Just do, do, do 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 like a... Actual contenders you think could win, and then okay. do teams maybe shot. you think teams you think are maybe on the outside looking in. Maybe they could go on a run if they get okay. to a wild card, something like that. So that's what gotcha. I uh, that's what I would do. Uh, LT, what we start with you? So yeah, I'll get out of the way and just like name the obvious ones. I think we're all gonna have the same stuff here with like the Eagles, Niners, you know, Chiefs. Uh, I think the Ravens should probably – I don't know with Lamar, not a great history, the Ravens in the postseason. So I'm not going to say they'll be a favorite, but they'll definitely be my first team to be a team competing this year. I mean, 9-3, and three, they had a pretty good win against the Chargers. Uh, Jacksonville, another good team this year. That would probably be my long shot team along with the Texans. I think if C.J. Stroud just keeps doing what he does, I mean, who's going to bet against him? He's been playing literally – like the best quarterback in the NFL as of late. Um, a lot of hype on the Lions. I would be I would be surprised if they made the Super Bowl, so I'm going to keep them off the list. Um, and then you have the NFC South. Any team that makes it to the second round, if that's even whatever team makes it, I mean, I would be more than shocked. But uh, Cowboys, that's another team I'm looking at here. I would be absolutely shocked if they win a Super Bowl since they haven't won since, what, 1996? So any even it doesn't even matter if they're doing good this year. I just feel like if the Cowboys go all the way, it would just be a complete. I don't even know how I'd feel honestly because I was already shocked when the Eagles won one. So if the Cowboys ever win one, oh, I'd be. It would be shocking. So that's probably my list though. I don't really, I don't really have any other teams there. Seahawks, I see on the playoff picture, but I would be. I don't think they're going to do anything special in the playoffs. So what are you saying, Cole D? What are we thinking here? All right. So well, I'm gonna... well, why don't I jump in quick? Because I know Cole's got a little surprise team here. And I'll, oh, I'll, yeah. echo, I'll echo what LT said because I, I, I think the four that he mentioned, the Chiefs, Eagles, Niners, Ravens, should, yeah. be, should be the four that you are seriously considering. I, the Jaguars, I think they could go under. I think the Dolphins, I know they're not – some people don't take them as seriously as people – but I think that offense is – electrifying and explosive. And I think they could, if they could win a couple games um, in the playoffs and the, their, their division now is, is pretty much theirs for the taking. Uh, the, the chiefs are always going to be a threat. The Ravens look fantastic this year. The Jaguars are in a, are a much tougher division than we originally thought it would be. At least uh, the Colts and Texans are, are a little better than we predicted. I I don't think that the Cowboys are doing anything really. I mean, I I think they they are a team that beats up on the bad teams. I think I think Dax had a good good year. We'll get into that later when we talk about the MVP. But 
I don't think as a team I can realistically see them. Well, same with the thing with the Lions. I, I can't realistically seeing them see them beat the Niners or the Eagles. So I think it's it's got to be those four. But uh, I think the AFC is a little more open than the NFC. Like honestly, I think the Niners and the Eagles are 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 just some really really hard te- teams that are hard going to be hard to beat in the postseason. You can beat them a, a week, any week in the re- regular season. Like you can. I think in the postseason, those teams are going to be extremely difficult to beat. I think the Dolphins and the Jags are someone to look out for in the AFC. Cole, who are you cooking? All right, so there are two teams I will give that right now for me are maybe a year too early to be real true contenders, um, but it wouldn't like blow my socks off if they won the Super Bowl this year. And that's going to be the Texans, and that's going to be the Jags. So both those teams... I think are very good. They just had a very great battle this week. Went back and forth. Lawrence and Stroud both looked phenomenal in that game, by the way. Stroud had a play that didn't count. It was like a 70-yard bomb to tank. Because apparently uh, Tyree Kill is the only person that can do the, do the motion like that. But whatever. We digress. In number... Okay, I'm going to start actually from the top. I'll go top-bottom. At the top right now for me is the Niners. I think they're clear number one right now. They're the team that I don't worry about with a major flaw. Their O-line is a little suspect at times, but I just think they're too good everywhere else to not overcome that. My second team would be the Ravens. The Ravens, I love what Mike McDonald's doing with that defense. Lamar is playing phenomenal football right now. Their offense can be a little bit sloppy and uh, not as detailed as you'd like it to be at times. But I trust them overall. I think their defense makes up for that, and their offense is good enough. Then in third, I, ha- I would have the Eagles. They really should have lost these last two weeks. Uh, they, That's they interesting. Won... You, have the, you have the Ravens above the Eagles? I do. I do. Okay. And because okay. the, the, the Ravens and Niners, to me, don't have as glaring of a weakness as the Eagles do, which is their pass defense. It's terrible. It's bad. If, they, if their pass rush doesn't get home, whoever the other quarterback is and receivers are, are going to tear them up. And when, when they face a team that doesn't shoot themselves in the foot like the Bills and Chiefs did these last two weeks, they're going to lose those football games. And then in fourth, and this is like a little tier below for me, so those three are in kind of a tier by, by themselves. These three, uh, these three next teams are, are in another tier. The Chiefs, they, their defense is elite. Their defense is phenomenal. I still do worry about the pass catchers if they face a, a real elite defense. <laughs> you know, I, it's just, I worry about the receivers catching the ball. It's a, it's a big I do. concern. I can't because, like, what, I don't worry about it every game, but it's just knowing that it can happen, you know? It's like... I, I'm, oh, not, just, I'm not going. It's just knowing that on the final play of the game, when you toss yeah. a perfect ball and you win the game, basically that you could just drop it and lose. And it's, that's just what you. This is what you, what's what you have. That's like, what you have. I'm not. I'm not worried. Like every, like every play that it's gonna. But going into every game, just knowing that they could drop like eight passes that loses them the game, it just brings them a tear down for me, uh, from being like where they were last year. The fifth place team is the Dallas Cowboys. And the reason why this Cowboys team is different 
And the reason why this Cowboys team is different is because Dak Prescott is playing at an MVP level and he's playing the best football of his career. The guy is balling out. C.D. Lamb has become a true number one wide receiver. The things I worry about are the run defense and their run game on offense. They both have been a little bit suspect at times, but Deron Bland is an all-pro corner. To see a guy be that locked down in man coverage with the ball skills is honestly something I've never seen before in my entire life. Like Usually it's one or the other. You have good ball skills, good zone corner, or your locked down man corner. He's been both this year. Bland, so that, that's Bland, Bland is like whenever you have like a, an easy interception, like an easy pick six that you know the guy should have caught and taken it back, you're like, how the fuck did he not catch that? Bland yeah. catches it every time yep. and yep. takes it back. Like that's the difference. He always makes the play. It's not like, oh, he could have had it there. Oh, they could have. Oh. He would have yeah. had six if he got it back. He takes it back every time. Don't worry about it. Right. Like to, to be as good as he is in man coverage with the production that he's had in terms of interceptions is truly ridiculous. He should be a, a defensive player of the year favorite right now. And then, yo, you guys are going to fucking hate me. <laughs> but the team in sixth place is the Buffalo Bills for me. And I'm, I, and listen, this is going to sound crazy because they're six and six right now. Dude, dude, okay, okay. Just take, me just, put, just put the fucking Bills hat on <laughs> and just switch allegiances because I swear you're a Bills fan, man. I'm sorry. I, I just, I can't get over this. You're literally a Bills fan. LT, back me up, please. He's a Bills yeah, you're, fan. You're absolutely, you're, dude, you're absolutely crazy. When we're when you're watching these games too, you're texting Josh Allen is unreal. But what is he even doing? He's getting he's avoiding a sack. Sure, I'll give you that. But then what is he doing after? He's throwing the ball away. It's an incomplete pass. You'll go on a limb. You'll just be like, oh my gosh, what he just did there is absolutely unreal. You're like Bro. what Collinsworth does yes. to Mahomes. It's it's <laughs> yep. that level of glazing. It's unreal. It's absolutely <laughs> unreal. If anyone wants to see S tier glazing. Check my Twitter feed during a Bills game. Any it's, Bills game, yeah. That's it's in the you have to <laughs> check my <laughs> Bills are on television. Go to Coldy's Twitter feed because he won't shut the he won't shut up about Josh Allen. Dude, it is a Josh Allen slobber fest on my on my Twitter feed. But uh listen, I think the reason I say this, and it's very circumstantial, they would have to win out. But this team is talented enough where they can Like, if they play like they did last week and don't have the blocked field goal, like, they probably win that game. I don't think James Cook is going to drop a wide-open touchdown again. They're like, it hasn't been an issue, really. So, th- that they should have won last week. I think this team, if they went out and get hot, they're a scary team. Like... If you're if you're Baltimore and you get the one seed in the AFC, and then you got to face the eleven and six Bills who just won out on the year, that's a scary matchup. Cole, <clears throat> I got a question. Yeah, we say if they win out, uh, I think yeah. three of their last five games. Let me check. Let me check. Uh-huh. Three of the last five uh-huh. games: Chiefs, Cowboys, Dolphins. Uh huh. That's scary. Yo, no, I, I know. Like I'm and it's unlikely. It is unlikely. I, I'm 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 I'll be the first to say that. But Isaiah unlikely. Can they go does four and one get them in the playoffs? It's tough because they have 
Dude, you're telling me. Hold up, Cole. It's stop. Stop. Cole, stop. You're telling me. Cole, stop. You're telling me they're beating the Pats on, on New Year's Eve, bro? Get your head <laughs> out of your ass, man. <laughs> I, I don't. They're, they're, they get their bye week this week. Then they got those five games. All right, wait, I, don't, wait. Okay. I don't think it's terribly unrealistic. Go through your six again, please. So I got in, in, in tier one, I got the Niners and Ravens. Tier two, I'd say the Eagles. Tier three would be the Chiefs, Cowboys, and Bills. And then tier no four Jags. would be uh, no Jags. No Jags. Wow. Ja- no, Jags and Texans get a mention of like honorable mention. They get an honorable mention. I'll give no them fins. an honorable I don't think no fins. The Dolphins, no, I don't. I don't. What is their the offense the showing me? In a, in, what, their offense has showed me nothing against a good team. They, they just haven't. He's not. I, that, I didn't say the Dolphins either. I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong, but he's also saying that the, Bill, the Bills are not good, a not good team. We've discussed yeah, this at but the Bills have the Bills. It's not like the Bills are six and six because they're like they're not they're not the Colts or the Falcons. Yeah, like, but you can have moments of they have moments twelve games in now, and the talent isn't executing like it's supposed to. So what do you, where right. are they going? And I'm just saying, the last two weeks they've looked much better, much much better. Uh, Josh Allen had maybe the best game of his career. Other than the other than the Kansas City game in the playoffs, and he almost beat the nine and one Eagles by himself. Like, I don't think people truly understand how ridiculous that performance was. That we people still, yeah, I agree with that. He did have a good game, but if he wants the people to just stop calling him Mickey Mouse, like I'm doing, if he wants everybody to stop giving him these accusations, if he wants to beat these allegations, run the table and make the playoffs, prove everyone wrong. Even if he, I'll say this, even if he can make the playoffs and make this run, yeah. I mean, what can you, he's got to be at least top two. I don't know if I'll put him over Mahomes. That's another argument on its own. Well, but bro, he's still got to be that elite guy. Bro, again, at his peak, Allen is arguably the best player in the league. Yes. It's about consistency, yep. man. It's about, that's all I'm asking yeah. for consistency. Me too. And when I that's see what I'm it, then I'll go there. I have not seen it. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree with that. But I also, at the same time, think a lot of what people call consistency has way more to do with coaching than players. Well, I've when said McDermott's, McDermott's got to right. go. I've said this. And, I'm, and listen, yes. I'm not, I'm not going to sit there and say that Josh Allen has had a perfect season. Like, the, the Jets game week one, like, that's not on the coaching staff. That's on Josh Allen. I'm not, I'm, I'll be the first to tell you. That's on Josh Allen. The, the interception in the Eagles game, that's on Josh Allen. The miscommunication at the end, on first look, I thought it was on Gabe Davis. When I watched it back, that 50, was clearly 50. it was clearly on Josh Allen. It was clearly oh, on Josh wow. Allen. They've, they've run that play a lot, and the Eagles used a technique where the inside corner takes anything vertical. So Gabe, being the outside receiver, his job is to read the leverage of the corner. If the corner's inside leverage, you break out. Josh Allen sped up his process, didn't read out the, whole, the play fully, and threw, I'd say, a tick too soon and didn't let the play develop enough. I get there's pressure in your face, and it's easy for me to say. But again, that's two mistakes. Two mistakes all game. And his team, at what point can we ask someone on the Bills not named Josh Allen to make like, a play to win a game? 
here's the thing about here's about the thing about Bills again. Again, if they somehow make the playoffs, I can see them getting knocked out by a team like the Steelers or the Browns. Yeah. I don't see I don't see the Chiefs or the I don't see the Chiefs getting knocked out by the Steelers or the Browns. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's it's not the it's it's that kind of thing where I'm like. This team obviously is talented on paper. I got to see the consistency week in and week out because yeah. I've I've said this about the Bills for years, for years. Yeah. Show me something, oh, bro. So I'm still waiting. I agree. Uh, I'm still waiting. It, it, again, I I think I'm a big believer in consistencies on the coaching staff, and I've said for a while now that I think Sean McDermott. I saw I saw a tweet saying the 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 Bills are kind of like the Golden State Warriors, right? This is their, with McDermott, this was like their Mark Jackson era, right? They need their Steve Kerr. And what I said to that was, well, in in 2021, in 2021, that's when the Bills should have fired McDermott. After that game, got their Steve Kerr, because now what they need is their Steve Kerr and Kevin Durant. They're at that point now. Was 2021 the Chiefs game? That's when I don't the know should have been canned. I think he should have, I think he should have been canned after the Bengals game. I mean, that Chiefs game, honestly, the honestly Chiefs game is like that's one where you're like you just kind of you throw your hands up because it's like I obviously there was a failure on on the defensive end, but like it's just it was one of those games where you're just like it, it's like it's almost out of the fucking it's almost out of the coach's hands and it's just these dudes fucking pulling on a ridiculous level. Like honestly, Especially in overtime, you know, they don't get the fucking toss, they lose. Like, you know, right. obviously, after the Bengals game, I think there was a change that had to be made. Like, you you got to fire the coach there. Because he's been around for a minute. And now this year especially, he's got to go. I'm not a fan of firing somebody midseason, but he's got to go. Right, yeah. I think he, so. he he's – he. I think he has to go. But, again, the, the, when, the, they the, get, when they get taken down, when they get taken down by Malik Cunningham and the Patriots. And, and you know I'm, what? That the uh, you know what I I actually would not be shocked if they beat the you know the the Cowboys the the Dolphins and the Chiefs and then fucking lost to the Patriots and whoever else they play like that wouldn't surprise me with this team. You mean either? <laughs> like, that's the sad part about it. It's like it, it wouldn't shock me. It also well, it's like sad for you I, because you're a Bills fan. <laughs> when I say <laughs> true, yeah, I'm Loki. I'm a closeted Bills fan. But <laughs> closeted, the yeah, closet, funny, 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 dude. The closet got the closet got carpet bombed. It's like, it's See only ya. open. See ya. But yeah, I mean, when I put the bills in that tier, it's because I, it, like it wouldn't that it like it it would shock me more if the Jags and Texans won the Super Bowl than it would the Bills. If the Lions won the Super Bowl, it would shock me more than if the Bills did. I'll, it'll shock me alone if the Bills even make it, honestly, at this point. I mean, they've shown me nothing this year. I'll be shocked if they even make it. But this kind of brings me on to our next thing. I think we pretty much covered the Super Bowl thing, right, guys? Are we good with that? Yep. yep. So I, uh, I've i been seeing a lot of people talking, and it's been irritating me, and Cole might be, may or may not be one of these people. When I criticize Justin Herbert and Josh Allen, I hear another name being thrown out there a lot. And it just, it's its really not even offensive, but it just baffles me. When I hear Tua's name even being brought up with the names of Herbert and Josh Allen, it makes me angry because he's not on that level. And I shouldn't have to compare Tua to these two other bona fide stars in the, or in the NFL. And Tua's obviously not on that level. 
So when I have to say things about Justin Herbert and Josh Allen, I'm not saying they're bad quarterbacks, but I can't call them elite quarterbacks. Well, Josh Allen, I will because he's shown before. This is more about Justin Herbert. I can't okay. call Justin Herbert an elite quarterback when he hasn't shown me anything. And I don't care that his coach is bad, which I agree that his coach is bad. I'm not going to say anything about the losses. Just this season, I've seen not a lot of great things from Justin Herbert. Obviously, you're going to get some good passes, you know, a good game, three good games, whatever. But at what point do you have to expect your star quarterback to go out there and get some wins for a team? And I know it might sound like I'm asking for a lot here because their defense, they have so many screwy games. I mean, it's almost impossible to ask for this team to win. But, I mean, if you're supposed to be that elite quarterback, you got to go out there and get some wins for your team. You know what? Like, I have come around a little bit to the people that are saying things like this. The only thing that gets me when people start talking about Justin Herbert is that people will say that they would take like Brock Purdy or Tua or or Jared Goff over him. That's where I'm like, and at first I thought you were one of those people out there. I'm not going to. No, 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 no. And so I'm fine with you saying that he's not elite. As long as the guys that you say are elite are actually elite and you just want to see more from Herbert. And it's because I don't I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that Herbert's been perfect in in situations in situational football. Am I gonna blame that all on him? No. I think he's I, I personally think he's an elite player. I personally think he's an elite player. I think most of the problems are with the Chargers. And the Chargers are a funny team because like they're when their offense scores thirty four, the defense is going to give up thirty five. Exactly. And if their and if their offense scores thirteen, their defense is going to give up fourteen. Like like that's yeah. that's the way the Chargers are. Absolutely, like, the, their defense is going to find a. They're either it's either the defense is going to be good and the offense is going to find a way to lose, or the offense is going to be great and the defense is going to find a way to lose. Like I what said, I will, yeah. again, like what I will say is that Herbert has been put in more of these one-score situations than anyone else in the league. And, and he leads the league in game-winning drives since he comes in the league. He also pro- leads the league in fourth-quarter interceptions since he came to the league. Like, so it's, it's a thing where, first of all, I think late-game interceptions when you're losing are a little bit of an overrated stat because sometimes you just have to try to make something happen and it doesn't work out and it's a pick. And you, what are you going to do? Take a sack or something or throw the ball away when you have to make a play. So I do think it's a little bit of an overrated stat sometimes. What I will say is that the Chargers <laughs> offense breaks down a lot at the late end of games. And that's a reflection on the coaching staff. That's a reflection on the players. And it, you have to put a little bit of blame on with Herbert. You know, I, I don't want to well, say he's blameless. I, 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 he's definitely not blameless. But my no, displeasure, no, my displeasure for the Chargers coach, who I'm not even going to <laughs> Say his speak name. of his name on this. He's, he's like Voldemort. Yeah. He's on this podcast. I'm not even going to say his name anymore. The, the, way, the way I feel about Arthur Smith, Patrick feels about the man that should not be named. Rex Ryan. Currently, <laughs> currently and soon to be fired head coach, hopefully, hopefully, of the Chargers. Did you guys I, see listen. Rex Ryan? Did you guys see Rex Ryan say he should be a D3 coach? And is he wrong? Is he <laughs> wrong? Like, is he wrong though? He's like, not. Rex Ryan says not, some outlandish shit, but that dude is just. 
Get him out, please. He looks, Get him out. He, he looks lost out there, even when he's coaching. I mean, it's a ridiculous excuse for a coach. conference only dug me in deeper when he's like, yeah, I'm calling the plays, buddy. You're going to stop asking that question. Like, he's such a little <laughs> fucking nice. I just want to wring that skinny little neck of his. Like, I swear to God, dude. I, I hate you because I hate the, only, the only reason he got a job is because of that 2021 Ram. Or was it – what year did the, did the Rams win the Super Bowl? Was that 2020? Was that- 2020? Um, yeah, was, 2020, right? Wasn't that the Bucks? Wasn't Bucks 2020? What year was it? Bengals Rams. That was 2021. Two years ago. Okay, so he got it. He got it in 2020 when the Rams defense was like super good, but it had like it had like all the best players in the league, and and that's how he got his job. And it was I, like, listen, I think I think Herbert has not had the the. I think the. The elite label for Herbert is a bit premature right now. I think this guy has elite level talent, and I think I would if I put money on it. I like he will be an elite quarterback in this league. Like I, I, and the Chargers made the right choice by signing him. They made the right choice by giving him the two hundred fifty million dollars or whatever he's making now. Right now, I think he's a great quarterback. I think he's on the level of like. You know, I think he's on a very similar level to Dak Prescott. I don't know if I call mm. Dak Prescott an elite quarterback. I would say he's a great quarterback. I wouldn't. I think he's a great quarterback. He's not an elite quarterback. He's not in the upper echelon, the greatest, the best players in the league. That's not where I Herbert right now. Potential off the fucking charts. Honestly, I think in the in the next year or so he will be an elite quarterback. Right now, and I'm not going to blame him for. Not being able to win games at the end or whatever, like because whatever, it's tough to win one score games. You know, <laughs> like that's why it was so unbelievable that the Vikings went eleven and zero last uh, last year in one score games. And I think yeah. some of it has to do with the team, and a lot of it has to do with how you what how good of the team you are. But there is some luck involved, and I think he has weapons. But as Cole mentioned, the offense just falls apart, which I think is a is a prime example of bad coaching. So I think if you get this guy a solid coach, honestly, like anybody but this dude, I'm not making excuses. I'm not making excuses because you have to overcome what you are or else you're just not a good player. You have to overcome what you – like coaches can ruin quarterbacks. It's a known yes. fact. Yes. Ruin the development of a quarterback. But you yes. can see he can play in this league. He can be an elite quarterback in the league. Yes. Right now, I would and not say so. Well, my thing with Herbert has always been and, – and after this, I want to just – I want to say two things about the Chargers – and then I want to, I just want to walk you guys through something. Have you do do, have you two do a little Herbert or this guy? Just so I can see where you guys are at. And that's classic. a little fun, little fun thing that we're going to do. This is that classic game. This so there's two, that classic. There's two things. Uh, Herbert hasn't been, his development as a player has not been stunted by coaching. I don't think. His perception has been stunted by coaching Uh, and the chargers the chargers as a team have been stunted by coaching because people look on paper see the chargers oh they got all this talent they got all this talent you know they got uh, look but he has keenan allen and mike williams and blah 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 they're like it sounds great on paper but it's not a good team on the field it's really not it's I, that's. I don't think the Chargers are actually as good as people think they are. 
Like, I don't think this is some underperforming team. I actually just don't think they're that good. They are who we said they were. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, I, I feel like people will always, I, I see people on social media every year. The Chargers have a top five team, team in the league. I'm just like, where? Who? How? How do they have? Like, I, I just don't see it. I, so that's, yeah. that's one thing. I feel like people think that the Chargers are underperforming. They're really not, in my opinion. And that's where I think Herbert's perception kind of gets dragged down. Because I don't actually think they're underperforming. Like, they're actually just not that good. Yeah, I mean, I, I, just, I just think I, wouldn't, I would not group him in, a, in, in with Mahomes, Allen, or Burrow right now. I would not do that. And those, mm. to me, are elite. I think, I think we had this – we are raging debate about what a superstar means in the NBA. And, what, <laughs> you know, it's, it, you, it's, the same can be applied to an elite quarterback an elite player in the NFL or, you know, elite quarterback where we narrowed it down to one position. Elite is the top of the game, the upper echelon. It has to be exclusive. That's why it's elite. So you can't, like, I, he is not on their level. When those guys are performing at their, like, honestly, he's not on their level. He's not. And I think he could be. I think the raw talent is there, okay. but the, I think the jury is still out. I think the jury's still where, out. Hold on, but that's and where, cool. this, is where, this is where you guys lose me with Herbert. When Herbert is playing at his best, he is on that level, and I, I won't oh, cool. hear otherwise. I will not. I will not hear otherwise. I'm going to have to say I it because when you look at these elite quarterbacks, I know and I agree. I hear everyone say it. Wins aren't a, cute, a quarterback stat, and they are not. But when you see these elite quarterbacks, they're all directly associated with winning one way or another. And when I see Justin Herbert, it doesn't compute yet. And okay. even if, I, I okay, that. but listen, even if it is a coaching problem, I can't call him elite until he actually puts his skill on the field and turns it into a great offense and they actually start winning games. And I, I can that get easy. that. I can get that. But what I, what I will not accept, Justin Herbert on his best day, on his best day, he is in that tier 100%, hands down, case closed. On Justin Herbert's best day, he is sure. as good as anyone Cole, in this league. Cole, Anybody you can say that about anybody's no, best day. No, I can't. No, I can't. Yeah, you I can. can. No, I can't. Everyone's had those kind of games. I can't. I can't. Mike White well, threw for 500 no, yards last no, year, Cole. No, Okay, okay. No, take away best day. That's take, not, away best that's day. take away best day. Take away best, Cole. Cole, Cole, Cole. Take away best day. In a, Deward, in a playoff game, who would you rather have as a quarterback? I'm taking those three guys over Herbert. I am. Yeah, I, of course. So I'm, and I'm, that's the difference. Who do I want on my? Who do oh, I want as my quarterback? He he's not in. He would not be in the consideration as those three guys. Those three guys are alone. It's one, two, three. We order them. That's one, two, three. And I'm not taking. Perfect. I'm not taking Dak. I'm not taking Herbert. All right. This is a this is a perfect time to get into this little exercise here, because here we I, go. Have, I have a list of my I personal. I have a list of my personal top 13 quarterbacks, and I'm not going to include Rodgers and Kirk. I'm not going to include – yeah, it's a little bit of a weird number, but I'm not going to include <laughs> Rodgers. I'm not going to include Rodgers or Kirk just because they're hurt. Um, I will include Burrow just because he's – same draft classes, Herbert, and all that stuff. They should so, be good. Jared Goff or Justin Herbert? Herbert. Justin Herbert, not even a thought my, doubt in my yeah, mind. Not a thought. Like, not that's a easy. Thought. Yeah. Okay. Tua or Herbert? Herbert. I'm I'm getting the layups out of the way. I'm getting the layups out of the way. I would take Brock, I would take Herbert. Purdy or Herbert? Herbert. Herbert. 
Matthew Stafford or Herbert? Herbert. Herbert. Trevor Lawrence or Herbert? This is where it gets close, but I think I'm going to keep Herbert. I think I'm going to keep him. He lost my fantasy quarterback. It's a tough one. <laughs> this is where it gets close, though. Um, T. Law looks fucking good against the Texans. Um, By the way, I will... I'm, high on her. I'm high on Lawrence, so I'm not. I'm not even mad if you say upside. I think it's Herbert. Okay, yeah, I can get with that. That's where I'm looking at this. Jalen Hurts or Justin Herbert? I take Herbert. I think Hertz gets uh, gets a little too much hate for my liking, just because he's on a good team. But um, <laughs> yeah, Herbert on the Eagles Herbert. would probably be better. I agree. I would take Herbert. Yeah. Okay, because that's where I thought I would start to lose you guys. I'm not gonna lie. That's where I thought <laughs> I start. I, I agree. I agree with Herbert over Hertz. Now this one's tough because of how well he's playing this year. Dak Prescott or Justin Herbert? Ugh. Herbert. The I. I'll answer this one. Go ahead. This is a little tougher. I would say Herbert, but what I will say is that this year alone, MVP like Dax playing out of his fucking mind. MVP, yeah. Dax having a good really year. Good uh, this year, like I might take that upside. What? Upside, Herbie. Yeah, like I would, I would take Herbert. Exactly. I would take Herbert, but if we're just talking about this season, I would probably take Dak over. Fucking Mahomes, maybe. I don't know. Like, if he's been that good. Yeah, the deck hate, obviously, you don't see it as much as, like, in the offseason when they're showing, yeah. like, his practice throws. They were saying he was going to have an awful year. I don't care what they said. I was still rocking with him as a Giants fan. And obviously, it's showing that he's an elite, oh, nearly an elite quarterback. I, I have a closer yeah. argument than you think, actually, thinking about him in eliteness. But you know uh, the way he's played this for year, upside, it is. For upside, I'll take Herbert. Yeah, okay. Um, and, and I, LT, I know you saw my tweet about uh, someone posted two most overrated quarterbacks was Allen and Herbert, and I said the the uh, Allen and Herbert hate is uh, corny, corny and weird. And yeah. uh, I, I also <laughs> like I think the same thing about I think the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> I think the same thing about the Dak hate. It got corny and weird at a point. Okay, but here's the thing. I'll say this quickly before when okay. we are since we're covering this corniness of the hating. There's a big gap between hating and like critiquing. I feel like. And when it comes to Herbert, maybe they're a little unnecessary towards it. But the way that I'm trying to critique Justin Herbert, I feel like it's not really coming off as hating. It's almost like, well, you yeah. just something to improve on, and then I'll call him elite. Like I okay. still think he's great. I don't. I'm not saying he's bad, but he is a little overrated. A okay, little. I can. I can get with that. I just think I. What I'll say about like the overrated underrated thing is that like, I do think there's some people that overrate him. But there are some people that like draft. Like I, I've seen people say that he's Blake Bortles. Like, and they're that's dead ridiculous. That, it, it's yeah. just the overrated, overrated, underrated thing is such a media nightmare. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just it is. you just. It is. It's a, first of all, it depends on where you're getting your information from. It depends what the media's narrative is that day. Because yeah. last yeah. week they would have taken D- Dak. This week, in the middle of the week, they would have taken Mahomes. And now today they would have taken Hurts for MVP, which we'll get into yeah, in yeah. a minute. So just give it a minute. Yeah. But like, exactly. I mean, it's it's, 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 it's insane. It's insane. You see one person be like, you know, Justin Herbert is actually he. You know, if he was on the right team, he'd be the greatest quarterback in the history of the league. Yeah. And then you have somebody <laughs> else who's like, this guy couldn't be on my Pee Wee football team. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It's so true. That's ESPN every day. It changes every day. All right, no, I'm gonna get just, these. Yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get these three laps out of the way. So I'm gonna do them on Mahomes, Allen, Burrow. Who over Herbert? Yes. Yeah, all over Burrow. Okay. over Herbert. 
Here too that I don't know what you guys are going to answer. These uh all right. I'll go I'll do this guy. I'll do CJ Stroud first. Stroud or Herbert? I'm taking Stroud, dude. He's been playing out of his freaking mind, dude. I think he has the future of being like the best quarterback in this league. If he's playing this he's as a quarterback, I know it's a, he's a rookie so they won't give him MVP and also because they're kind of what are they? A game under five hundred? I wouldn't say struggling because they were supposed to game be pretty over. bad this year. A, ga- a game over. Yeah, a game they're over. So, uh, so I, I mean, yeah, pretty good for how they were supposed to be. But yeah, he has himself. He's a he's literally an MVP candidate as a rookie. They won't give it to him, but he's playing like that. So I'll definitely take Stroud over Herbert. Don't get take, me wrong. I would. I would take. I would take Stroud as well. I think. I think narrowly because I really do think Stroud is like. I need a big. I need I, a I mean, little bigger of a sample size. I think I need a little bigger. I, I, of a can, see, I can get it. I can see that. I can get it. But I, I'm I'm fully bought in on Stroud, and I'm and I'm still mad at myself for not sticking to my original ranking of the quarterbacks because I said if if Stroud is what he was against Georgia, and it turns out he is, then he's the number one quarterback in this class, and I compare him to Joe Burrow, and what? that's who I think he is. He's He's honestly a more advanced Joe Burrow as a rookie. He really is. And let it be known that me and Cole said that Bryce Young was going to be the worst out of the three, and that is definitely coming out as true thus far. Obviously, they have plenty of years left, but our projections were pretty good. Yes. On to the next quarterback, though. The last one I got for you guys is, uh, is Lamar Jackson. Give me Lamar. Come on. Um, yeah. I'd lean, I'd, I think I'd lean Lamar. I think Lamar is an elite quarterback. I think Lamar is 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 like pretty much in that group now for me. I think he's elite. I think this was a big year for me because he's had injury problems. You know, there's been some questions. This was a huge year for me, like about who he is as a player, and he's been he's been really good. I think if so, like so 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 he's like just just outside. I think those top three just. But he's right there. He's like so right there. The from this exercise, Lamar. Yeah, from this exercise, I've gotten that Patrick would rank Herbert fifth in the league. For, he would have he would go Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, or whatever the order he wants. Lamar, Herbert. I think and I, then, it would be, and then yeah. me and Elsie would have A-Rod him. A Roger would be in there too. A Roger would be in there okay. too. Okay. I know yeah, he's I, I didn't, I didn't include him, but yeah. I know he's 40, yeah. but he'd still be in there for me. I think I'm not well, I'm not I, even I mean, I'll, I'll have to see what he is when he comes back, but uh I mean this guy won back to back MVPs like not yeah. that long ago. So right, I right, think yeah. he's gotta be in there. He's gotta be in there. All right, so moving on. Uh this is something that I've been very talkative about, and that's the MVP award this year. Mm. And this is a this is honestly, I like it like this, man. Uh, there's no clear cut favorite. We're in week twelve. Pick them. Yep. Patrick Patrick Mahomes had this shit gift wrapped by this time last year, right? I mean, he yep. was it was pretty much gift wrapped for him. Uh, this year, we might get a non a non quarterback. Maybe no. a quarterback will play well down the stretch and and win it. If Jalen Hurts win it wins it, it's a big disgrace to the award. We might as well just call it the quarterback with the best record award uh, at that point. But is that not the uh, Cole? Let's be honest. That is that is almost that is almost what this award has become. It's become the quarterback with the number one seed. That is what this award has become. 
And if, J- if Jalen Hurts wins the award, no offense to Jalen Hurts. I think he's a good quarterback. And I, yeah, I, I mentioned before, I think he, get, he gets a little too much hate for winning with a great team. Like, the great teams still have to win. They, they're yes. still executing how they're supposed to. Just because they're so talented. We see this with the Bills, as we mentioned. So much talent. It's a little execution. Uh, but, but here's my thing. Eagles- if, he, if, he w- if he wins this award and he's not an MVP, he's not an MVP in my book. Sorry. Jalen Hurts, you are not. Like, come on. I think if you, you can plug other quarterbacks in there and they would they would be doing what he's doing. And I'm not a huge fan of that argument, but he is not an MVP. I think this is a prime year. This is a prime year. Because I'm I mean, we're all in favor. I think we're all in favor of just honestly making this making a best quarterback award. Get rid of have the MVP for non quarterbacks. I think that's what it should be, because the quarterback dominates it so heavily that it's it's not even a question. It's not even a question. It should just be, it should just or be quarterback like, of the year or position player of the year or whatever, or however like, you want to do it. Or just you know like, I mean? why, why have an MVP? Just go, just go best quarterback, offensive player of the year, can't be a quarterback, defense player of the year. And that, that's all you need. Like, yeah. you don't need to, because yeah. it's impossible to say exactly who's more valuable than someone else. But my thing with MVP right now, right? If a quarterbacks, and, and I do think quarterbacks should win it. Um, a big thing for me is, are you the driving force of your offense? Are, are you the driving force of your offense? Patrick Mahomes is the driving force of that Chiefs offense. Josh Allen is the driving force of the Bills offense. Lamar Jackson is the driving force of the Ravens offense. Is Jalen Hurts the driving force of that Eagles offense? Is he really? Can't I don't know if you could say is, that. Is he the most valuable player on his own team? I don't. I don't think. I would. I would. I would really. <laughs> I would really strongly consider giving AJ Brown the MVP over Jalen Hurts. AJ Brown. AJ Brown. AJ Brown. Let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. AJ Brown means way more to that passing game than Jalen Hurts does. Without AJ Brown, that pass offense would not be nearly, nearly as good as it is. If you replace AJ Brown with an average receiver and you replace Jalen Hurts with an average quarterback, they would be worse without AJ Brown than they would without Jalen Hurts. He he gets he gets all the time in the world to throw. AJ Brown is making tough catch after tough catch. Like De- Devonta Smith is great. Don't get me wrong. Like he he's a great he's a great receiver. But AJ Brown is a truly different type of player at the receiver position. Um, and honestly, like uh, I I don't think one O lineman can ever win an MVP because at the end of the day, you can be as great as you want. If the other four guys suck, the O line's gonna suck. But Jason Kelsey might be more valuable to the Eagles than Hurts. <laughs> Like he's that good. Uh, I, if it's going to be a non-quarterback this year, CMC, it's it's McCaffrey or Hill, and it's not even CMC. I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. Um, You're I think they're, me, cer- oh, wait, I think cool. they're certainly in the conversation. I think they're certainly in the conversation. But if I was going to give it to a non-quarterback, and I know he just got hurt, but it would be Miles Garrett. Like it, it it's truly okay, like no, the no. the the Cleveland Browns would be their whatever they're what are they seven and five? 
something like that. They'd be five and seven without Miles without Miles Garrett. Well, yeah, like, they I just do would. agree with that. You're not Every, wrong. Everything that the Browns do on defense is because they have Miles Garrett. Yeah, he's he probably is the most valuable player, but they'll never give it to him. And also just the fact that he's gotten injured. I don't think he's going to play. for. He's in a sling. He's in a sling now. Yeah, he's not going to win. But here's another name. Let me give out another name quick. Um, Tyree Kill. I mean, dude, he's been absolutely carrying that offense. I mean, he's been making Tua look – he's been making people argue making Tua look like he's elite. So I I don't personally agree. But people are going as far as to even say he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league when really he's – the talent isn't all there for him. And Tyree Kill's making that happen. So yeah. I feel like, what, is, is he closing in on a 2,000-yard season? I mean, it's close, right? Is he's he going to get it? He's at like, I don't know if he's quite going to get it. It'll I be think close. He's at, I think he's at like 1,350 right now through like 11 games or something like that. Dude, but, McCaffrey um, is McCaffrey's on pace for 2,100 yards, 24 yeah. touchdowns. That I is what give him Christian. I don't give a fuck about the system. I honestly don't give a fuck about the system, whatever system he's in. 2,100 yards, 24 touchdowns. That's all when time. something when something pops out of the stat sheet like that, it cannot be ignored. And in a weak quarterback year like this, I I just want to say prime, like, it's prime for him. Prime time. I just want to say to like, do it. you know what else is popping off the stat sheet? Like Miles Garrett has a realistic shot to break <laughs> the sacks record. He does. If he, and you know who yeah. else? You know who else needs consideration? And I don't give a shit what anybody says. Deron Bland needs consideration. He needs consideration. He he strongly needs consideration. The pick six, like it's so it's tough because a lot of people think interceptions are like they they are like they do vary, but I truly have never seen a corner be locked down in man coverage and have the production with interceptions. Not to mention the touchdown production on defense that he's giving them. Yeah, well, he scores more points in the past. So, I mean, that's all. He has yeah. he, he has more touchdowns than uh, Brandon Ayuk. He has more touchdowns than Kyle Pitts. Like he has more touchdowns than a lot of great offensive players in this league on defense while being a shutdown man coverage corner and getting you inter- and getting turnovers at a high rate. That is so valuable to a team. He I think he needs strong consideration for that. Well, not not for MVP defensive player of the year, sure, but you can't give him the MVP, especially if somebody like McCaffrey's playing like he is. Imagine if they let Bland win MVP over someone like McCaffrey. I think there'd be people with pitchforks right outside Goodell's office. I, I would really, I would argue that Bland is more valuable to the Cowboys than than McCaffrey is to the to the Niners. Oh. I would, and I, I'm, I, I sound, I always dude, sound like dude, such a big you're McCaffrey getting, hater. You're getting, you're getting, you're getting, you're being Captain Literal Man right now, Cole. You're talking about the valuable part. All right, we understand that that that's what the name of the award is. The MVP no, is just the guy who had the best season. Don't be like always. Okay, 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 okay. Season. Wait, hold on. Are we gonna sit there? Bland is quite literally having. Arguably the greatest. Having having corner. I understand. I go into this game. I don't care. I understand. I understand. There, it's never going to happen. It's never never going to happen. No, no, I, I'm fully aware that Deron Bland is not going to win MVP. What I'm saying is, me personally, (laughs) me, me personally. <laughs> Me personally would give him some consideration. Um but again, another guy, if it's gonna be a quarterback, bro, Dak has to be in the conversation. He has to. Uh, is that I, mean, I mean, if Jalen Hurts is in the conversation, you gotta put Dak in the conversation. 
Oh, like come on! If Jalen, <laughs> if Jalen Hurts is in the conversation, I don't want to hear that Brock Purdy and Tua aren't. If we're putting Jalen Hurts in the conversation, you're you, I I I'm not hearing from anyone that Brock and Tua aren't. I'm not. I'm. And something that makes me sick to my stomach too. People are really saying that Jalen Hurts' rushing touchdowns is a pivotal force oh, to him getting MVP. Shit. Like, he hasn't been taking the... I get he squats 600 pounds, whatever, but you can't tell me that getting behind Jason Kelsey and moving forward a yard has anything <laughs> to do with your play we're gonna, and you getting MVP. We're gonna give, go, we're watch, gonna, go watch the Jalen Hurts' rushing touchdown compilation on uh, YouTube. Yes, it's it's so seen in your life because it's a one-yard rush where they're just pushing him into the end zone. And 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 like that, I'm sorry, they should give those touchdowns to the O-line. They should. Yeah, they should Jason they Kelsey should, should be getting touchdowns. Absolutely. Whoever hurts whoever Jalen Hurts runs behind for that or or like or like or not even runs behind, gets his ass pushed over, they should get the touchdown. We're gonna give this guy MVP because AJ Brown pushes his ass in the end zone. Are you serious? Yeah, but like, uh, like Pat said, I, I I beg people to go watch like the difference between Josh Allen's touchdowns rushing and Jalen Hurts. Like, Josh Allen will, like scramble, make three guys miss, and score a touchdown, and then like Jalen Hurts is just getting his ass pushed. It's ridiculous. <laughs> It's so, yeah, it's so Mickey Mouse. It's ridiculous. <laughs> numbers, bro. He's putting up like fucking Baker Mayfield numbers on the Browns. Honestly, honestly, like half, half of his games are one, are one touchdown, one pick games. Like, yeah. honestly, dude. And it's people, not, want it's, about, people want to talk about Josh Allen losing a game against the Jets for, for the Bills. Like, did they not watch the Eagles versus the Jets? Like, I, I get their Chiefs, 10 and 1. Chiefs game. The Chiefs game. 150 yards and a pick. MVP. <laughs> he was terrible. He was terrible. He was uh, he was awful in the Bills game for two and a half quarters. He was terrible. The Bills yeah. gave him the game. The Bills. The Bills in that game in the first half should have went into halftime up 27 to seven. They didn't because James Cook dropped the touchdown. Then they got two false start penalties in a row and and had to punt the ball away. And and we're we're gonna give a Jalen Hurts credit because the Bills shot themselves in the ass, and then oh, Jalen oh, Carter blocked the field goal. Oh, it pissed me off. I have a question. What's a good? What's a good? Uh, what's a good quarterback rating? Hmm. Uh, I hundred like, right. I don't. I I would say yeah. If you're if you're around ninety five, I would say above ninety five in today's NFL sure. is is considered very good. Above ninety five. I mean. He's only had like four games where he's, where he's has hundred or more. Four games. <laughs> See, this is who's saying that this guy should win MVP. I, I don't, don't understand. I, I don't. <laughs> they just said, I swear to God, ninety five percent of get together. They're like, um, who, who are we gonna say is the odds on favorite to win the MVP this week? Uh, how about Jalen Hurts because he's at the number. They got the best team in the league. That ten and one. Hey, buddy, they're exactly. ten and one. That's ten wins. That's one losses. He's a quarterback. I didn't give him the MVP. I mean, my goodness, look at all the rushing touchdowns this guy's getting. By the way, that, <laughs> yeah, that's the, what they'll use the ten rushing touchdowns. <laughs> the throw that he had to Zacchaeus in the in the Bills game, as great as the throw as that was. If Micah Hyde isn't face guarding him in the end zone, that's an interception, <laughs> or at least a pass breakup. Like it's the most—I don't know. Some sometimes with Hurts, I'm like, you're getting bailed out, brother. 
You're, how much you're, is it him and how much out. is it his team? Yeah, it's, there's a, that's it, what I mean. Like it's last year he was so he had a way better case for MVP. Oh last hell yeah! Year. This oh, hell year yeah. we're gonna give this guy MVP. I, I can't do it. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, exactly. He I was can't. way better last year. Way better last year. I mean, he's uh, quickly. He, he's right this year. He's closer to himself in 2021 than he was last year. Yeah. All right, quickly before we go, I want to talk about Tommy DeVito just a tiny bit because mm. I find this one no thing beats. interesting. First of all, great story. Great story, right? I think he's yep. he's kind of solidifying himself as a you know potential backup for, for years to come at this point. He's he's showed that he can play in the league at a level that's 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 le- that's worthy of a backup quarterback. But I think the Italian, the whole Italian thing is is very interesting because they're playing the Sopranos theme song when he comes out of the tunnel, the the hand motion. I feel like if this was something else, if this was like, you know, I feel like his culture is being appropriated a little bit, just a little <laughs> bit. I'm not one of those guys, but I'm just saying if there was a fucking black guy coming out and they were playing like fucking NWA all the time and they were like putting... <laughs> But like, you know, I don't know. The teardrop tattoo on motherfuckers. Like, I don't. It's interesting <laughs> to me. I'll tell you what, though. At my Italian Thanksgiving this year, my whole entire family was on board with the idea of Tommy DeVito <laughs> being our starting quarterback. And you know what? Just the way that all my guy, all my uncle saying, oh, he's a good guy. The best. You know, <laughs> I mean, how can you not like this guy? I mean, you see his family, all of them smoking the cigars. They're just the most Italian it gets. I mean, absolutely lovable. And honestly, for me, you guys remember how mad I was about the Giants? Him coming to the Giants was probably the best thing that could have happened to them this year because they made the Giants somewhat watchable. I'm tuning in as an Italian just to watch this guy play. And, you you know, it might be silly, but that's the only reason I'm tuning in and not watching Red Zone when the Giants are on. It's to watch Tommy DeVito play. And... You know what? This far, he hasn't been letting me down. He's been playing pretty good football. I mean, has the most touchdowns of any uh, any New York quarterback, including Zach Wilson, which is insane. And, uh, you know, shout out Tommy DeVito, man. I mean, he's the best. Look, I think we've seen this year how important a backup quarterback can be. And I think he's showing that, uh, you know, he not that he's been perfect, like, He's taking a sack on almost 50% of the time he's being pressured, which is fucking terrible. But he shows some stones in the pocket, willing to hang in there and make throws that Daniel Jones would have just bailed from the pocket and thrown the ball away. Like, he, he's, hit some, he's hit some throws that, like, okay. Listen, right. guy, listen, guy. He shows some fucking stones in the pocket, all right? He shows some fucking stones. All right, you, you chicken color eating motherfucker. I, I, think see it's actually, I think it's actually professional malfeasance. The Jets couldn't have found someone what? as good as what? Tommy DeVito to back up a 40-year-old quarterback. <laughs> like, what did you just say? Zach Wilson and Tim Boyle. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Dude, where, where Aaron Rodgers go, Tim Boyle will follow. Dude, professional malfeasance. Everyone Aaron should Rodgers, be fired. Aaron Rodgers is a worse GM than LeBron. He is. They had yeah, to. They had to healthy scratch fucking Alan Lazard. All right. They gave him a four year, $44 million contract. <laughs> He's not Lee GM. <laughs> he He's sucks. not Lee GM. L- Lazard yeah. sucks. Yeah, Lazard is, sucks. Lizard is terrible, bro. Lizard is By trash. the way, Michigan beat Ohio State. 
Shout out. Go Blue. Blah, blah. Did it, did it for Harbaugh. College football sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be elite Dude, next year. Don't worry. I understand. People love what they love. They they were called, like, you know, it's the game between Division and Ohio State. I'm like, oh, what care. game? I'm Wait, the fucking game. I'm not, yeah, I'm not watching. That was such a good game, though. You guys don't even understand. Shit, I, I think I watched maybe three college games this whole year, and I'm proud of it. <laughs> Watch the Michigan every Saturday. I watch two Colorado games, and I tune into it the second half of the USC Washington, where fucking Caleb Williams was fucking shit in the bed. So <laughs> that was fun. Anyway, the Patriots are getting Drake May, and we're turning the the whole franchise around. <laughs> Moral of the story: We're getting Jaden Daniels. Anything else quickly before we head out? Uh, Corey uh, Perry banged Connor Bedard's mom and got cut. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's crazy. outrageous. That's that's news. outrageous. I don't really. I don't even know if I have thoughts on that. I don't even. I, mean, I, I don't even have thoughts on that. I just wanted to put it out there. You I know, just, how I feel about this. It's just got to be out there, man. I don't last know. Time, how I, just, yeah. The last time we saw this, it was with Delonte West and LeBron James's mother, and we know what happened to Delonte West after. So, do we even if that actually happened? Hey, we all we know, that. all we know is what happened to Delonte West afterwards was not good. So, yeah, he better watch out. LeBron, LeBron gave LeBron yeah. gave the higher ups a call. He, yeah, he gave the he gave his big brothers a call and got <laughs> him the CIA. <laughs> yeah, he got him taken away. Uh, All right, that'll do it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We will be back next week. More NFL, maybe some NBA in season tournaments heating up. Maybe. Um, one, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully some uh, MLB free agency news. It's been pretty dry so far. Um, yes. to the socks. I'm hoping for some big news in the coming week. Uh, we will catch you back here. Uh, check out the Instagram, of course, for our prediction, which will be coming next week as I try to desperately claw my way back into this. As Cole <laughs> sec- is uh, still in first, LT in second, I'm in third. So oh, no, uh, tune into the Instagram. Tune into the Instagram for that. Of course, we have our new player parlays, which are going for 15 points now. The big Buckaroonie mm. 15. Um, Yeah, thank you so much for listening, and peace.